Balance Recording. Cool. Hello and welcome to New England Beer Reviews. My name's TJ Davis alongside Emily Schick. How the fuck... Uh, this is this is episode 52. Uh, she drives a second-generation four-door Plymouth satellite. Yes, that is the name of the beer, folks. Um... How the fuck are you today, Pontiac Fiero? Sure, that works. Uh, I, I'm not too bad. I am free of my corporate overlords for now. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I like. I went with uh, Pontiac because it was like, well, if we're talking about dead American car brands. Oh, I kept on thinking about like. All right, no, I want to get, I, I want to like do a little story time, but let's get into the beer first. Um, beer number one today comes to us from um, Fat Orange, Fat Orange Cat, Cat Brewing Company out of North Haven, Connecticut. Uh, it is a New England style double IPA at 8.5%. It's called She Drives a Second Generation Four Door Plymouth Satellite. And it's got some pretty rad can art. Um, it does indeed. All right. Three, two, one. Crack. This beer was bought on name alone, in case you're wondering, because why the fuck would you not buy a beer named She Drives a Second Generation Four-Door Plymouth Satellite? Oh, absolutely. And you may want to speak a little more into the mic, because you're sounding super quiet to me. I asked you if I should turn my gain up. It was fine before. Well, that's great. Apparently it isn't now. Yeah. <laughs> I love us. I tolerate us at best. All right. So it it looks right. Mm -hmm. It smells right. I've had ones that like look more like orange juice this is a little bit less opaque than that but like it's still got plenty of opacity yeah like i can't see my fingers through it but i, I have definitely seen ones that are more dense yeah but no and it's, it's solid like, yeah no it's super fucking tasty i think this is like a, a an amped up version of another one that's like she drives something I, I don't i don't remember what the first generation two-door plymouth satellite actually i really hope that's what the other one's called do you want to look it up because i or do, actually yeah you probably need to stay in the same no spot. i can i can come back to it it booted me anyway oh okay um um do do do, do, do. um just try she drives Oh, yeah. she, she drives a Plymouth satellite. Oh, okay. Uh, she drives a, a third-generation satellite Sebring with the uh, Brougham trim. Apparently, is another huh. one as well, and it's oh, the highest-rated of them. Oh, we so need to find that. The Plymouth satellite is a single, second-gen is a double, and third-gen is a triple. That gotcha. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but also, like, lol, Sebring. Yeah, I, I totally forgot that the Sebring was essentially what the satellite became. Yeah, I did too, 
Like I, mean, I thought I that the never... I thought the Plymouth satellite was like a Ford Falcon. Uh I can't honestly I it probably is a derivative car. I can't fucking remember what it's derivative of. Like I never got that into American cars, so I'm not the right person to ask here. Yeah, and like even my fandom of certain American cars is kind of limited. I mean the majority of the stuff that I are like cars that I dig are mostly from film and TV. Hard same. Yeah. Um, you, you know, like a 71 Hemi Cuda with a trigger shift, Phantasm, a uh, 1965 uh, Lincoln Continental with the suicide doors, The Matrix, um, <laughs> Dodge Charger, or like, you know, 68 Dodge Charger, um, Burn Notice. Yeah, that's the one I want. Um. DeLorean but it didn't come the, the uh yeah the uh the hood scoop is was not original to that car oh no that the hood scoop mod. was an after aftermarket mod because there was a bunch of companies who were making like aftermarket mods for those cars even back then oh yeah um oh man what the fuck is it also, it's like uh, the 1966 um like shelby cobra mustang from oh, the yeah. gumball rally because <laughs> mm-hmm. that was one that had like the cutoff top and just had like the sexy sexy curves <laughs> i mean i would also take any of the like patently ridiculous shit that they drove on like top gear yeah like like a um like a reliant robin or some shit I don't know. I don't. I don't think that those even look like they're fun. If you try to have fun in them, you're gonna just like tip it. I know that's why you like ha- have like five point it. harnesses so you can just like roll it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that would sure, be like, hilarious. Have have somebody like completely like reinforce the roll cage in it so and like i oh man i bet you could do some interesting mods to that i also want the one whatever the fuck was the one that uh jeremy drove into the elevator at the bbc offices and like then drove subsequently drove around the bbc offices because it's small enough that he could do that oh man i i know exactly what you're talking about but i cannot remember the name of it so you, dear listener, feel free to respond on any of our social medias and let me let us know the name of it. All right. Um, I feel like this show is called New England Beer Reviews, and we should be reviewing beers because we've had beers. We've had a lot of beers. We keep on falling behind. So we keep on falling behind on all the beers we need to talk about because we've had so many beers. I mean, it is probably bad for memory. And stuff. Yeah, we're also going to see how next week goes. Because, dear listener, next week we are going to talk about our adventure at a beer fest. But we really needed to drink these IPAs, because if not, they're going to, like, fucking oxidize. And we already had both of them, I believe, and they were both delicious. Yes. 
Plus, I can I couldn't mes- miss the opportunity to name an episode. She drives a second generation four door Plymouth satellite, and I'm gonna keep saying that fucking name like this whole episode because I think it's hilarious. No, it, it it's hilarious and awesome and great. We should talk about it because I don't know, uh, man. I feel like I need to look up a picture of a four door Plymouth satellite. Oh yeah, I I that would. So why don't you I introduce? Mean, I feel like um, I feel like we should it, we should attach that to the post when we do, when we make the post. Anyway, um, I will introduce the first non-episode beer that we are going to talk about today. Um, we're hoping that we aren't doubling back, and if we are, then I hope you were inebriated enough that you forgot. Um, so. First beer we're talking about is Take the Leap. It is a Dippa New England style from Strongside Brewing out of Hopedale, Mass. Um, had that at Casey's Crossing, which I think from Holliston, which I think we've mentioned before. Uh, we've um, absolutely mentioned before. I think a couple of times. This might be the third time now. Um. So. Honestly, I thought this was a pretty solid IPA. I've never heard of Strongside before. And in case you're wondering, dear listener, where the fuck is Hopedale? Hopedale is near like uh, Milford and Hopkinton, I think. Uh, but yeah, Hopedale is a town that exists. And uh, they have a brewery that I think might be worth continuing to check out some more. Oh, you're still on strong side. Yeah, I I definitely would have asked where Hopedale is, but yes, no, for for just like a fucking New England Dippa, it was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had something less decent, a brewery that I keep on wanting to like, but I find myself just not really liking anything from. Yeah, I'm talking about Greater Good Guys, <clears throat> not not greater good imperial brewing company not greater good guys good brewery name though ggg g cubed um (laughs) we had their pulp daddy which i'm sure that we've both had before i am sure i just hadn't checked it in before yeah nor had i um we both gave it a 3.75 it's I love that it sits at an average of 4.08 and we were both like, fuck that. Yeah. No, usually we try to not take down a thing or a rating, but this one, yeah. we were like, no, we are going to slightly impact and lower your rating. Not total douches, but. Yeah. What? I don't know if that came through on the mic, but I had a cat just come up and go, meow. Uh, it did not, but. Good, good thing set in the scene of having a cat come up and go meow, and then present his butt to me. But that's fine. Um, <laughs> it's just kind of what he does. Boys, right? Yeah, I know that I just walk up to people randomly and just shove my ass in their face. <laughs> I mean, not quite in the same way, but more or less, that's what a lot of men do. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Men are gross. Mm-hmm. All right. They sure are. 
They sure are a good buddy. Um, <laughs> so the next one we're going to talk about is Ishmael. It is an I, it is an alt beer from Rising Tide. Um, I mean, I, it's as far as an alt beer goes, it's fine. It's not like I don't think that they did anything that really makes it stand out. Um, it's perfectly drinkable. Yeah. But it's not really a style that I'm that into. Yeah. I, I think I mostly got it because it was something I hadn't had before. And I love to try new stuff, but. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll try fucking everything once, but I wasn't really expecting much from it. Um, I mean, Rising Tide is out of Portland, Maine. I'm not sure if you mentioned that, but. I did not. Um, it, It's it's an entirely competent copper ale. Yeah, I mean. I, again, I'm not going to slam Rising Tide if you like basic, more basic beers. They might not be a bad choice for you, especially since a lot of stuff in Portland is pretty adventurous. If you like stuff that's more adventurous, yeah. go pretty much anywhere else in Portland. No, I, like, I I definitely agree with that. Like if you're if you're just trying to get into beer or you like classic styles, Rising Tide is absolutely a place for you to check out. Yeah. Um or like again, if you're looking for something like that in Portland, uh, you'd probably do pretty well at Allagash, um, but you would definitely do well at some place like Liquid Riot as well. Although Liquid Riot at least tries to be a little bit more adventurous, even though their shit's just okay. Um, but yeah, um, I think the one thing I've had from Rising Tide that I thought was more worth remembering was the. Uh, they had like a sour IPA that was actually pretty solid. I think it's the best thing that I've had from them. I feel like I vaguely remember that. But I I'll just move on to the next one. Speaking of things oh, that Oh, I are... can move on to the next one. I've got it all drawn up. I have no idea if you could hear that, but it does come through my, my headphones. Folks, we, uh, in case you are wondering, Ooh. we usually like to record with... Ooh. <laughs> Mute. What? Mute your... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we usually like to record with Zoom because it has, you know... Be better connectivity than Skype. Yeah. But... Like, Skype always looks like butt. But Zoom recently changed it so that even if you're only a party of two, you still only get a max of 40 minutes. And neither of us wants to dish out $150 for a year of Zoom. Because <laughs> fuck Unless, that shit. If you really want us to... Uh, so, consequently, you're probably going to start hearing us do uh, wonderful fake ads about how much... About how much no, Zoom sucks. No, uh, we're going to do anti-ads. Um, yeah. Is this our first anti-ad break? Hey, folks. I mean, we hate sure. Skype. Skype sucks butt, and not in the fun way. But you know what we hate even more? Zoom. We hate you, Zoom, each time we record this, because while it may have better clarity and connectivity than Skype, it has now forced it so that even just a party of two you are limited to 40 minutes. So, it's now the official 
pain in our dick. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Thank you, Robert Evans, for giving us the idea for fake ads. And trust me, folks, we will be fucking continuing this Man. until we find a better solution. <clears throat> You didn't even come up like Robert Evans didn't even come up with the idea of fake ads. I, oh, I can't I know, even think but... of like what the first thing is, but like what initially set my mind into a realm of like, yeah, random fake bullshit ads. Cause the, like I half wrote a like, uh, fucking vignette style comedy movie years ago that's like similar to the Kentucky fried movie that had like fake commercials, like um, crazy Jim's funeral parlor. We put the fun back in a funeral. Very nice. Uh, yeah. See my, my, I think Robert Evans is just what put it in my mind for podcasting. Cause Oh yeah. Cause you know, fucking Raytheon, Raytheon, <laughs> Raytheon, Tomahawk or knife missiles. <laughs> if you want to kill kids on a bus in Yemen, then choose Raytheon. Oh no! Um, you'd rather Raytheon, because then you get a little alliteration in there. Yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, well, yeah, anyway. keep it on, keep it on. Uh, we also had Plum Island Belgian White, which I've been drinking for fucking years. Yeah, I have. So, so have we. Yeah. So have I. We just. I, I guess it, it's one of those things that you've had. We've had for so long. We just never bothered checking it in. Oh no, I've checked it in six times before. Apparently. <laughs> oh okay. All right. So maybe we're just getting better at checking stuff in, so we remember to fucking talk about it. Anyway. And um, I used to rate it high, and now I rate it lower. I was gonna say Plum Island Belgian White. If high. you want something better in the same category, fucking I think I seriously think Allagash White is better than this. In 2014, I gave this beer a 4.0. And then every other time I've had it since then, it's been a 3.5. Yeah. I, that makes me question, how inexperienced were you and how drunk were you? Well, in 2014, eight, eight years ago. Some so, and fairly. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to guess like, somewhat inexperienced and and fairly drunk <laughs> yeah that seems like the right kind of combination to end up with that rating on that beer like it's not a terrible beer it's no it's not again it's drinkable but like honestly it's a fine I'm example glad... of style um i think it has a little more spice than allagash white has I would actually put it a closer to, like, even though it doesn't have the Earl Grey, I'd still put it co closer to Grey Lady. Yeah, but you're you're looking back at that with with heavily rose-colored glasses, oh, too. Oh, hell man, yeah. <laughs> um, no, seriously, like, I, I think that Allagash White has this i mean sure maybe it has a little bit more spice but i think allagash white has a better like kind of body and mouth feel yeah i'd agree with that so yeah yeah um anyway yeah you want to move on to stuff that's better yeah let's move on to something that's better because after we went to casey's we came back to my place and we ended up crap crapping cracking a um wasn't that like a bottle yes it was 
oh, or did we have that there? And I just forgot to check it in. No, no, that was that was that, definitely that was, the bottle we yeah, brought back. The bottle we brought back. Uh, it was Habitat 2021 Grenache Noir. It is a collaboration between Trillium and Firestone Walker out of Paso Robles. Robles? Robles. Roble. Roble, California. Spontaneous fermented ale with Grenache Noir juice. The collaboration with Firestone Walker, Habitat Grenache Noir, displays midsummer strawberry aromatics backed by punchy nectarine gentle funk. <laughs> so just like just like a soft bass line in the background. Just don't 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 don't. Yes, that's how beer works. Gentle funk. Uh light tannins and clean acidity. It it was pretty fucking delicious. It was pretty fucking solid. Um like Emily no, liked it more than I did, which kind of surprises me because I usually like, you know, tannins of red wine. Oh, see, I, I, I think I just like, I really, I forgot how much I love funk. Like, I've been really into sours for years, mm-hmm. but like, man, like there is like wilds and things like that can offer a bit of the same kind of sourness, but usually not quite as intense, but like, man, they really have so much, oh, like the, just the yeast alone gives it so much complexity. So. So. Yeah. Uh, you're confused because the next two are yes, definitely, oh, fuck, we forgot the shift in. Because the next two were from the same night, but checked in on a different day. Yeah, because they were, they were done. Well, actually, it was probably checked in that night, just like after midnight. Um, no, because the twelfth and the sixteenth. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. So, um, the two that we had forgotten to check in are barrel aged spice cake. It's an imperial stout that re- uh, clocks in at a fifteen point eight percent. Because why the fuck not? I guess. Yeah, cheesy peas. Um, <laughs> I did not check this in. <laughs> I gave it a 4.25 uh, with it where it has an average 4.34, mostly because I like I like the flavor profile. But like, again, especially once you get I mean, it's once you get it to like a 15 percent, it's nearly impossible to hide the booziness. And this is no exception. Like if you had get made if they'd made this like an eight to 10 percent. ABV stout, I probably would have loved it. Yeah. Because the flavors were great. It, it would have been but more like, enjoyable that way. <laughs> you you knock it up to almost a 16, it tastes too fucking boozy. I'm not, I don't, I'm not here for a digestive or like an aperitif or like a fucking mixed drink. Actually, that's probably more than a mixed drink. Yeah. Like, I'm here for a fucking beer. Like, it's just... Yeah, you get above a certain level, there's no way you're hiding the booze. There's no way. You just can't. And it decreases my enjoyment. So I'm not saying I hated it, but I did knock the rating down, the average rating down ever, ever so slightly because 
I just, I can't. I mean, it's, I, so I think part of the reason we forgot to check these two in is because we didn't get full pours of them. Uh, like nowadays, that's exactly why we, we got like five ounces of both. No, we these. didn't even get five oh, ounces. He gave like, us taste. Yeah. Because we have that bartender that we've like made friends with, uh, um, the guy my, with the magnificent beard. Yeah. I think that's his name. Hey, Mike, shout out to you if you check us out. And I forget the other guy that we chatted with that other day when we yeah, had I like the vicinity, I think. Yeah. This is the, well, this is the same yeah. day, but like it was, uh, again, I really, if you listen to this, man, I, I hope um, your um, name is Mike and we're getting it right. Yeah. And if not, fucking correct us next time you see us because you, I'm sure you'll see us and again. And like, and like Jared. I have no idea if that's your name. If it's not, next time you see us, please correct us. I can see your face in my mind's eye, but yeah, I am same. atrocious with names. <laughs> Hard same. Um, hey, next up, we had another Trillium Stout that's a 16.2 that I can't remember a goddamn thing about the description, <laughs> and, none, uh, and there is none on here, but it was Permutation 8.01. I think it's Port Barrel something something. Oh, I feel like you read about that. Uh, Whatever, it's an Imperial Stout. I think it's... Uh, yeah, I think it's port, uh, port barrels. I don't know. <sighs> yeah, uh, actually, I'm uh, just scrolling through the, some of the more, re some of the recent check-ins and somebody described the flavor as boozy raisins. And it's like, yeah, actually, that's probably about right. Like, yeah, it was probably like a little more, you know, caramely coffee focused, but still at the same still. time, like more similar to like a uh, raison d'etre. Yeah. Because, and again, it's part of that is but, the, the whole ABV thing, but slightly better because of Trillium, but still like too much. Yeah, no, I just, I understand the concept, but like the only times I will ever buy a beer that is this big is if I'm bringing it to an event where I know I'm sharing like a 375 milliliter bottle with like six other people because that might give you like an appropriate amount to drink. Like this is one of those where like if you go to a beer fest in mass, you might want to be like, yeah, don't even give me the full two ounces. Well, actually, yeah, if you're going to a beer fest, you um, definitely do not want a shitload of this. But I mean, I feel like that's what I should have been do doing years ago at like, ebf it we're not going to get into it this episode guys we're going to do it like next episode because we want to do sort of a dedicated episode to this beer fest i think it was more fun but yeah I, I definitely found myself at many a booth saying hey i just want to try this i don't want five yeah. ounces of it i just want like a taste of it because yeah. I'm not looking to get trashed off of like drinking, you know, several five ounce pours of like fucking 13 to 15% stuff. I also love that you're like, oh, yeah, I should have started doing this years ago. Yeah, like 10 years ago, you were like, I want to get trashed. Well, yeah. 
So uh, I, I guess that's what becoming uh, you're looking at the past through you now use eyes and now you is uh we're we're marching towards old peoplehood. So oh, I was just thinking that that was like what happens when you become a true alcoholic. It's not just like oh, I want to get as drunk as possible as fast as possible. It's like nah, man, I just kind of want to like ride this wave. Yeah. So let that be a lesson, kids. Uh, you know, don't don't just try to get as drunk as possible as fast as possible. Ride the wave. Taste the walrus. Easily do. <laughs> it, honestly, it just makes life a lot more pleasant. Um. So, I went back to Spyglass. Shocker! Holy shit! <laughs> wow! I went back to a really good brewery that's like twenty minutes from my house. Why would I do that? Why, anyway, why would you ever do that? That wasn't that was the to give you an idea of how long how long we've been holding on to these folks. Uh this was my pre-Easter visit because I was picking up shit for Easter and then ended up going to liquid therapy after spyglass. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um wow, we are like All right. Way behind. Yeah. We're like well, we, we've been yeah, trying yeah. to play catch up for a while because we had all those guest episodes and then we just keep on adding more and more because, you know, yeah, honestly, I, now, I like I this problem. Live, I now live closer to you. <laughs> no, no, you don't. But in terms of drive time. No, you don't. Really? Yeah. Drive time's about the same, but like it's a much less frustrating drive. So. Oh, all right. It's... At least there's that. No. I thought I was closer to like 50 and here yeah, it's I mean, like well, 45. It depends on, uh, I mean, depends on in the traffic, middle of the night, I, could, yeah. I was going to say in the middle of the night, I could get home from the Roxbury place in like 40, 45, but, you know, couldn't couldn't get there in traffic in that time. And it meant <laughs> going through some of the shittiest parts of Boston sometimes. So, yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Uh, this this <sighs> is what I would rather go through McMansion hell than you know, mass and cast, so. Ah, McMansion hell. Oh, man. I I feel like I could make a killing on that subreddit. Anyway, thanks for moving to a place with that provides me with lots of free internet points. So, <laughs> and again, beer, that beer thing that we do. So um, you went to Spyglass and you had a dipa, uh, a, 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 a Dnipa? Uh, uh, yes, actually, uh, I think that is Danipa is actually the acronym, but I yeah that sounds stupid to say it. So, I had intergalactic, which if you are the same age as us, I'm sure Plantary. that you immediately started. I was going to say you immediately started playing the Beastie Boy songs in your head. Um, Don't you tell me? Uh, no, I can't do any more than that. So this is a double dry hopped double IPA with Galaxy Nelson and a bit of Vic Secret. Uh huh. This just, was fucking phenomenal. Just a skosh of Vic Secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm pretty jealous of that one. Like, I, oh, I don't man. have a problem with Nelson, but Galaxy and Vic Secret. Yeah, I like this. I like this yeah, a lot. Yeah, it was baller as hell. Um. Yeah, I basically was like, oh, let me get the things that I didn't get last time. 
Um, so then you had Anipa, um, also from Spyglass, called Radix. Um, a hazy pale ale dropped with hopped with Citra and HBC dash five eight six. What is that like? An alien species? Yeah, it's one of the new generation unnamed as yet unnamed hops. Um, honestly, not bad for a pale. Really, totally, totally drinkable. Red. Speaking of things that are totally drinkable, I also had their Kolsch called Signals. Man, for a Kolsch, that was fucking baller. Nice. Seriously. Like, I gave that and the Pale Ale, but I both gave both of them a four. The Pale Ale, that's like a decent rating for a Pale. For a Kolsch, that's fucking amazing, man. <laughs> yeah. That's like a style-specific <laughs> five. Like, it was super good. Uh, also, really quite enjoyable. Um, I'm just going to roll into the next one because it kind of yeah, works. Yeah, do it to it, man. Um, I had Sixpence, which is their English bitter. Um, honestly, like, quite good for the style. More flavor than you find in a lot of Brit- English bitters. Like, again, a four is probably a style specific, like 4.75 to 5. Damn. So, yeah, man. Like solid, solid. Oh, that sounds pretty fucking solid. And oh hey, it looks like you went to liquid therapy too. Liquid therapy out of Nashua, New Hampshire. Um, the first one you had was oh fuck you, man. Blue Wave Sour Ale. Oh, that one, that's the best thing I've had from them by far. A blue raspberry cotton candy sour. Yep. I think it's made, like, it's brewed with, like, uh, I think it's actually brewed with fucking cotton candy or, like, actual candy. Um, candy floss. Honestly, yeah. Like, this is... I gave it a 4.25, so it's not like, my God, this is the best beer I've ever had, but like, it is, if you ever go to Liquid Therapy and they have that, fucking get it, it is the best thing I've had from them. Unfortunately, it was also the first thing I had, and the rest of it was less impressive. Like, none of it it was horrible. Um, You're not going to... You're not going to be disappointed. Rad. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I, I depends on what your expectations are. I don't think that I would be disappointed because, like, blue raspberry is the single greatest artificial flavor of all time in my book. But yeah, that, that's no. Me. This was like that was honestly pretty fucking solid. Um, less solid was their dark chocolate strawberry sour. That's a flavor combination that I have seen work fairly well. Um, yeah, that sounds like something that should work. It is. It's something that absolutely should work. And just, I don't think that the flavors came through all that well. Womp womp. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, yeah, the average is 3.76 and you gave it a 3.75. So that makes me think that everyone's being overly generous with it. Uh, Probably. Although if you see the clientele that goes to liquid therapy, uh, it's... Again, it's not a it's not like a super trashy place, but it's also not like a bunch of beer snobs hanging out there. Yeah. Um I was actually much more impressed with the Nacho Goes, which is a goes, which wasn't terribly salty, but it was made with corn chips, laurel for lime notes, and pickled jalapenos. All right. The honestly, it had a really good jalapeno flavor. The slight lime notes from the laurel hops did come through, um, and it didn't have a ton of burn because pickled jalapenos, but, like, not bad, honestly. Like, this would be my second choice if I went back. No, that that sounds like something that I could totally get behind. All right, shall we take a word from our sponsors before we move on to beer number two? Sure. Uh, I know we've already talked about some of our sponsors, but another sponsor today is. Oh, I got nothing. Um... Starburst jelly beans, because it's fucking Easter. And if you want to have jelly beans that don't suck, this is the one time a year you can get them. Uh, Brahms jelly beans, Brahms taco truck jelly beans. Where, like, some of them are really good and some of them are fucking disgusting. Like, I'm looking at you, beef taco. (laughs) I love the beef taco one, I think will haunt my dreams for a while. That's like getting one of the, uh, like, earwax or vomit ones in the Burt's Everything. Um, Ready Bots Love Every Flavored Beans. Yes, that. Yeah. um, Didn't need you to make that. Thank you for trying. Please try again harder next time. Although, surprisingly, I think the salsa was the best. Yes. Um, This message is brought to you by pooping. Pooping is not fun, but necessary. And for all your poop needs, you can get your butt wipes delivered directly to you each month from a company that recycles. And I can't remember the name of the company. But Emily's going to go poop, so she can't tell me the name of it. And I'm leaving this in. Ha ha. When we come back, beer number two. Did you tell the world I have to poop? I had to poop. Um, not really. I was trying to give a lead in for a commercial. Like, you ah. just told the world you have to poop. Because don't you get from this company that gives that that it's all like recycled toilet paper sent oh, to yeah, your who home? Oh yeah, gives a crap? Who gives a crap? See, shout out to who gives a crap? Ha ha! See Emily, I got you to admit that you just went and pooped. Hey Emily, what? Fuck! I'm sorry to all the other women in the world. We I know we're not supposed to tell. Fuck. Um. Oh, weird. You, you're human and have gross bodily processes that all humans have. Yeah, it turns out when you increase the fiber in your diet, it makes you, well, 
uh, in theory more regular, but that just means like it happens more. So a secondary advertisement for frosted mini wheats. <laughs> Although if you're really bu- backed up, my personal recommendation is actually a uh, raisin bran. Mm. Nothing, nothing has done my bowel in like fucking raisin bran. Good, good to know. I, I actually wonder if um, my cousin's kid has like constipation issues because I saw a fucking like I am surprised that a poof knife was not needed sort of log, and like there's no way a package that small makes a shit that big, given how much they eat. Unless it's been like four days since they shat. That's a good point. And also, you know you're a Redditor when you know what a poop knife is. (laughs) (laughs) Or you're that one guy whose family had a poop knife. (laughs) But like, I feel like that's one of those stories that like every Redditor knows. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know if the poop knife makes it to Reddit's Museum of Filth. I think that's really more for stuff like Swamps of Dagobah. But... Whoa. The Swamps of Dagobah. I don't... All right, no. I don't even want to think about that. We're moving on to beer number two. Uh, beer number two today comes to us from River Sticks Brewing out of Fitchburg, Massachusetts. Oh, rad. I didn't realize that that's where they were. Um, yeah. Oh man, I, I said it earlier. Nectar of Aristeus. Yeah, that's how I would pronounce that. It is a milkshake IPA at six point five percent. Strawberry cream candy. I don't know if there's other. I think there's. I think it's a series, but I think they well, are the, all this like, variant. Names. This variant is supercharged with fresh strawberry and vanilla bean for a silky sweet flavor. To uh, twist your mortal tongue. All right, you ready to twist our mortal tongues? Yep. Three, two, one, crack. Well, I didn't spray myself in the face, but it did get it on me. Yeah, it didn't really give a good crack, this one didn't. Thank you, Yoda. Uh, I was going for more... um, you know, Dickensian Cockney. Uh, D minus. Ah, damn it. No, I feel like I need to go back and read Grid Expectations again. Oh, this is so fucking good. Oh, like, it so does fucking not. Good. It doesn't really taste like an IPA at all, though. No. It definitely does not taste like an IPA at all, but G Willikers, I thought it was. I think it's pretty goddamn delicious, and I'm so happy it hasn't started to oxidize because you still get like it's not actually sweet, but it it makes your brain think sweet. It is actually sweet because it has lactose in it. Oh, okay. Then it is actually sweet. Fine. Um, I guess I'm an asshole. <laughs> that's not news. Yeah. Um, lactose, uh, again, in, in case, so folks out there who haven't had to take any like biochemistry type of classes, an OSE, O-S-E ending means it's a sugar. So fructose, lactose, 
glucose, galactose, like there there's a bunch of sugars. Did you say galactose? Galactose. Oh, galactose. I know, but yeah, it's it's always been one of my favorite sugars because of that. Um, so sucrose. So table. So here's a little chemistry lesson. Hey, Emily, Su- I think it's time for another anti ad, real fast. It- Just talking about like how much we hate Zoom, and you can't even like auto mute on your way in to a zoom call yeah thanks for reminding me ass wipe anyway (laughs) let me finish what i was saying and then i'll do the fake (laughs) ad all right fake ads already done i said what i had to fucking zoom (laughs) zoom sucks use anything else uh once we figure out what that other thing that we're going to use is we will uh promote it more anyway uh, free Face free time. ad dollars for fucking <laughs> anybody who isn't Zoom. Um, so, so, so table sugar is, the is like in the chemistry world is known as sucrose. Sucrose breaks down into glucose, which is what your brain cells specifically run on. I mean, every cell in your body more or less does, but the only thing your brain can run on is glucose. Uh, your the rest of your body can kind of, you know, do other shit to make it work. Um, but it, the other thing it breaks down into is galactose. Galactose. And galactose is like a s- totally sick name. And I, I, I want to, I think it'd be, I, I've never bothered looking up who the fuck named galactose, but like, I love that person. Indeed. I don't know like, why there I'm are saying certain it like people that. In, there are certain people in science that it's like, yeah, you were cool, huh? All right. You know, like, man, I'm thinking we get through one more beer and then we get into some pop culture bullshit for a little bit. Because like wow, there, there is, like, there so is one, crap, but like there's one more liquid therapy that you have to talk about. And it's the say cheese sour. It is made with cherries and no-baked cheesecake. We can't wait to get this out. Um, 6% it was fruit fine. sour. It was fine. Yeah, it wasn't that great. Um, I, all right, this fucking... milkshake IPA is fucking delicious, though. But no, I think that is our, our done-for-beer talk for this episode. And we wow, will damn. pick up a... We'll pick up again next time with no, we more beers. I, I know where we are for next time. We'll pick yeah, up with well. more beers. But I want to give unto you a um, TJ's. Actually, no, I, I don't think I can even do this one as spoiler free. Because, like, this is more fun if you know spoilers. Like, I'm not going to give away everything, but uh, newish movie review. Are you, you cool with that? Yes. Like, I know that there's a lot more beer to talk about. There's so much more beer to talk about. Yes. And it, it's not that hard for us and to the pick next time up. We're going to be. Yeah. But next time we're going to be doing the beer fest one. Yeah. And then we can go back to where we were on those beers next, next time. So, Although hey, in fairness, this we're is... going to have more beers to talk about next, next time. I mean, Weird. It... 
in fairness, this is actually a better problem to have than like there were points last year where it was like, fuck, we don't have enough beer to talk about. Yeah, we we kept on falling into that a lot. And I think that that's why we started doing more pop culture. But I still like us doing pop culture. So that's Me why too. I'm going to do a newish movie review for The Lost City. Uh, the Lost City is the recent... romantic action comedy that stars um Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. Oof. Yeah. Um the primary reason why I wanted to watch it is because Daniel Radcliffe is the villain in it. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll watch him. I'll watch him in some fucking crap, whatever, man. That's a fair point. I'll watch Daniel <laughs> Radcliffe in fucking anything at this point. Um, it had a cameo from Brad Pitt. Okay. Um, a greater cameo from Brad Pitt than the one that he had in, uh, Deadpool 2. <laughs> yeah. Which is awesome, though. <clears throat> oh, I love the shit out of that cameo. Me but too. It, he has a greater cameo in this movie. Um... I cannot find myself recommending it to anyone unless you just want to see Daniel Radcliffe as a villain, but even still, he's underutilized. Okay. So, like, he's got a couple of fun scenes, but for the most part, he's just, like, generic in this role. Yeah. It's kind of disappointing. It's highly disappointing because he is anything but generic. I mean, I love like the the weird shit that that man has decided to do as an adult because it was like, how do I distance myself from being Harry Potter for the rest of my life? Oh, I'll start by being like 18 years old and performing uh, in Equus naked on a horse on a stage. Was he even 18 when he did that? I'm not sure he was 18, but it's the UK, so I'm not sure it mattered yeah. that much. Because I think age of consent there is like 16 across the board. Yeah, I think you're so fairly right about that. He probably he might have been might 17 not even have been 18. or like turned 18 through the run of the performance. Yeah, I don't but, know. But then like, I just never got to see Radcliffe's dick. No, nah, neither did I, which is kind of a bummer. Um, but yeah, like the shit that he's done as an adult like again if you if if you like you know weird shit and you're not opposed to violence like check out guns akimbo oh i mean and, like guns akimbo is a twofer because it's not only daniel radcliffe it's also samara weaving yeah and like both, both of, of them are, are fantastic but like even fucking like horns horns is such a weird fucking movie and i kind of love it yeah, I mean, again, I I actually really loved Horns up until about the last 10 or 15 minutes of the movie. I fucking hate the ending, but, like, that's not their fault. That's, uh, what the, f Joe Hill? Is that what the fuck uh, Stephen King's kid calls himself? Yes. Yeah. Stephen King's son is named Joe Hill. 
Yeah, dude wrote the so that Joe Hill wrote the book, and it's like, really, that's how you fucking decided to end it. It's like, did you did, did were you just like, well, did fuck, they, how do I end this? Did they uh, change, I don't know, Jesus, something, something. Did they change the ending between book and movie? I don't know. I never read the book, but like, was the like, ending of the book like very Christian? I have no idea. I've never read the book either. Hey oh, guys, because... that's a future Bob, I guess. You know, Bab based on book <laughs> i guess that means that we're gonna have to fucking read the book then well you but don't yeah. have to like you can you're welcome to you're absolutely welcome to i think that for those episodes we should be treating it like a book club yeah um, probably so everybody should be reading it instead of like just me but i know that i'm going to read it for all the bobs i would say that i'm probably the most likely to do it other than you yeah Although, I don't know. I mean, I have that no idea how much Liam reads. I don't either. I, I know Dan really doesn't that much, though. Um, but anyway, might as well actually take a half a second to fucking plug that. Because, oh, yeah. <laughs> exciting news. We're finally on, as of this recording, at least one platform on for our new podcast see it or screw it we will probably start doing much more regular plugs once we're officially on all of the platforms but we are still waiting to get approved by uh what google apple and spotify yeah the the others we are on stitcher we are on stitcher if you go to stitcher.com you can find see it or screw it episode zero some fucking uh, asshole talks about it being episode one throughout the episode, but it's not. It's episode the, zero. The asshole is the one that I am looking at through Zoom. Yes. Um, so, yeah, he's definitely the asshole. Um, <laughs> it's why it took so long to finally premiere because of is, some asshole. Is that the only episode that doesn't have Liam? Because it's been so fucking long that I can't remember if he's on ep- on episode actual one. Oh, I can't remember what episode actual one is at the moment. Is it rubber? I think it is rubber. So he is not on that one either. Oh, he's not? No. He had to drop out last minute before we started recording. That's right. Okay. That's why. We we won't have um, not Liam Anderson on until episode three. Either that or I'll just hold off on... um, releasing rubber like rubber doesn't have to be our second one that's a fair point it really doesn't so need to be. i i will probably end up making episode two something that does have him yeah Ooh, maybe um maybe that movie clone we did huh mm, yeah that could work um but yeah but the, yeah the lost Hugs. city it's it's essentially about Sandra Bullock is a um, fucking romance novelist who who's actually really intelligent, but after the death of her previous archaeologist husband, she just started writing shit for money so she wouldn't have to worry about money and she could just like stay at home. And her book cover Fabio model is Channing Tatum. But Channing yeah. Tatum's got a crush on her. Um, but she also ends up translating a dead language. And Bonjour. Yes. <laughs> Piece <laughs> of crap. <laughs> um, 
and fucking what's his name? Daniel Radcliffe villain kidnaps her because she can translate the language and she's the only one that's been able to, but apparently she's the only one who's bothered to. And it was just for like this novel, but she wrote a thesis on like, um, Spanish colonies of the Atlantic or something. I don't know. So much of this stuff is like so stupid and convoluted and I cannot actually say that it was even fun to watch. Yeah. I I can hear the tone of your voice when you're describing it. Yeah. And, and like and come the on, description like, isn't selling me either. So you, Emily, and dear listeners, know that I'm usually the one who can find like anything redeeming about things. Cough, cough, <sighs> rubber, cough, cough. Oh, fucking you, you guys definitely skewed my opinion a lot, but good. I, I still, I will still defend Rubber. <laughs> I, look, man, if you're gonna defend any of that guy's movies, it's Rubber. Like, I, I would go to bat for Rubber in certain aspects. I don't think it's a completely unwatchable movie. The other one that you made me watch is actually unwatchable. Yeah, I can't even remember what that other one was called, but it was fucking really bad. It was really, really, really bad. So if you're ever going to watch Gerard Depew, Depew, uh, whatever. Quentin, yeah, whatever. That fucking guy. Don't, it doesn't matter if you remember his name or not, because you probably, other than to avoid his shit, don't bother. Um, <laughs> Rubber is the only thing of his, in my opinion, I okay. I've of only seen two, two of his movies. You've seen. <laughs> if Rubber is the thing, I would assume that Rubber is his best movie. If you're gonna watch any of it, watch Rubber. Probably a toss but up between like, that and Deerskin. I'm gonna say this again because I've probably said this like six times on this one, and you'll hear it again on See It or Screw It when you obviously listen to it because you love us so much. Um, Join us. <laughs> yeah, seriously, man. Come come join us for fucking uh, movie talk where I, I tend to be distinctly less inebriated by the end of the episode because I'm consuming less alcohol, but also sometimes consume things other than beer. So, um, Are you talking about the marijuanas? Well, I mean, I... Oh, fuck. I never packed a bowl. Uh, yeah, jackass. Yeah, I am a jackass. Yeah, I, I, I mean... I, I'm sure that the the audience knows that I have been vaping weed like every episode that we've ever made of this. Um, yeah. But like I do that for the other one too. But I also like instead of just always drinking beer, I also drink scotch. Yay, scotch! But yeah, uh, Lost City of D. There are a couple of lines in it that are pretty amusing. Um, like very very just too on the nose of sexual aversion. That's also not... Oversion is not a word. Uh, You know what I'm trying to say. Words. Overtly sexual. Yes. Me speak English good. Overtly sexual. Um... Mm. Because, like, the book that she writes that Daniel Radcliffe finds her through, 
because she like does a translation of some of their actual words in this romance novel. Uh, it, it's the lost city of D. D, uh, D is like the name of the city. Like they don't know the actual name, but you know, just the tip was poking through. You, you know, it, it, it's that sort of like, hey, you know, kudos on you. You've got some like, not really raunchy, but like dad jokey stuff, and you you I mean, earned your PG thirteen. I was gonna say, dude, we could make some like really weird porn, like really like, it's like. Quentin Dupieux style, like French artsy bullshit. Oh yeah, like, it was the one with the fly in, in the trunk. In a joking manner. Don't watch the one with the fly. Don't watch the one with the fly in the trunk. I can't remember the name of it, but don't watch the one with the fly in the trunk. Just don't watch any of them except maybe Rubber. Yeah, and if you're gonna but watch honestly, Rubber, if... then just watch like Hobo Slacks. with the Shotgun or Slacks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Hobo. Well, they give you different. Yeah experiences but like if you really really want to watch an inanimate object murder people watch slacks it's a much better movie like genuinely it's actually a good movie i was completely shocked by that yes absolutely like it has a real story you can watch slacks right now on shutter that's s-h-u-d-d-e-r dot com i know what else you can watch on shutter VHS 94. Oh, hey, yeah. I finally got this motherfucker to watch a VHS movie. And the first one she watched is probably the second best of them, I think. Oh, good. At least it wasn't the best one because it's like, it's all downhill from here. Um, But yeah. Now, VHS 94 was really enjoyable. Um, I definitely... I appreciate anthology st- sort of movies in general. Anthology horror in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man! And yeah, <laughs> that's 94, a big check. <laughs> and ninety-four, I was a tween, so it also had like a huge nostalgia factor for me. Like even if it was just like the uh, like the effects that they put in in post to make it feel like it w- you were watching it on a VHS. I also didn't even think about like ninety-four being um, wasn't ninety-four like Timothy McVeigh and the guy who tried to blow up the Olympics. I think no, the Olympics were ninety so? six. Okay, that that was that um, was the Atlanta ninety six Olympics. Atlanta. Okay, but I yeah. think it, like Timothy McVeigh was was ninety four. I think, yeah. Because there's oh, so there's like probably... a whole segment with like you know they weren't even like nationalists then, but a bunch of white guys angry at the government who wanted to use vampire blood to blow them up. Also, super rad vampire design. Because it had that, like, you know, fucking. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, more similar uh, to, like, the Blade 2 vampire design. I was going to say, uh, also awesome that you're showing me via video and forgetting that the, we are trying to convey information in an audio medium. He is referring to the fact that, like, kind of more of the whole face opens up. Yeah, like, the upper it... jaw stays in place and then it just becomes, like, a Venus flytrap of like throat and lower jaw that opens wide to suck in. (laughs) Like what if snakes were scarier? Yeah. What if snakes could like split their lower jaw in half? What if snakes were predators? (laughs) 
Well, I mean, snakes. But like, like predators. TM. Oh, got it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> PMCR. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, shout out to Doctor Mister Cody Johnston. Please come on our show. That'd be rad. Yeah, please we'll, come on we'll our show. We'll mail you beer. Be cool. Do you drink beer? If not, hey, Katie Stoll, come on our show. Do you drink beer? We'll send you beer. Hey, if not, Robert Evans, come on our show. <laughs> Do you drink beer? We'll mail you beer. <laughs> I mean, seriously, man. How about, hey, Sophie Lichterbin, do you drink beer? If not, uh, fuck, Daniel? Sure, Daniel. Yeah, you want to come on our show? Daniel is the producer. Uh, um, I was thinking Dan O'Brien. He's also as well. a DJ. Um, oh yeah, Dan O'Brien would be, be cool. Rad. But I, I don't know if Dan Daniel O'Brien got way too into uh, fitness to drink beer oh, now because I know maybe. he used to drink beer. Uh, then maybe a non-alcoholic beer episode. Yeah. Sure, any of you. I don't care. I mean, for fuck's sake, we're going to be doing movie stuff. Anybody want to come on the movie one instead? Yeah, that would be rad, too. Um, We were saying a thing. Oh, yeah. VHS 94. The super story is weak. Uh, I, I wish it was stronger, but even as much as everybody hates like VHS viral, which is the third one, I still think that 94 has the weakest super story. I could see that, yeah. But it has some of the strongest stories. Like Hail Ratma. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not sure how much having a strong I mean, I guess I need to see other VHSs because I'm not sure how much having a strong super story matters to me in that kind of context. But yeah, the the super story is not super strong but like it doesn't fucking matter i'm i'm enjoying watching the individual things that i'm watching and like the the super story is kind of back of mind at best mm. if not like not i'm not thinking about it at all like i don't give a shit what connects this stuff i'm just enjoying watching it yeah no i can i can definitely feel that but like some of my favorite anthology films are like you know um, fuck, man, the, like, 1976, 77, uh, like, the amicus horror Tales from the Crypt that, you know, it, it's a bunch of people who are doing a tour of this crypt in this castle, and then they find themselves locked in, and they're met by a man who keeps on talking, but, like, it's it's telling their stories of how they got to be there. And in the end, it's because you're all dead. You know, stuff like that. Or um, even like Trick or Treat that has that connective tissue between the different stories. Yeah. No, like, I can I, see your point. I like but... it when it has that, you know those tendons <laughs> honestly i think i'm kind of good either way as long as you if you have a strong super story i will get into it if you don't hmm. it's kind of sure like I, I don't i don't i can kind of approach it as i'm watching 
individual short films. Like, you know, just assume that I put on a playlist on YouTube or some shit. Like, it doesn't really matter. But then that's the thing with me. Like, if if you don't want your super story to have any purpose, then just give me a collection of short films. Like, um, yeah, but like uh, double to, X to do it. It is like four individual short films or um, holidays is like eight or nine individual short films that still have connected material of their each based around a different holiday. But they, they don't have like a super story going around them. You know, I'm guessing that. But when you have an established franchise like VHS, like if you have a collection of shit that's strong enough that but you don't have a good strong super story like you can't just abandon the general format of how you've been doing it um they already started to ignore the super story stuff with viral oh good that is probably a better direction to go in uh it's one of the reasons why people hated viral so much i think like i can't even remember what the stories in viral are all right, guys, we're going to end up um, watching the other. Well, I'm going to get Emily to watch the other three VHSs somehow in the future. And we're going to come back and talk to him, talk about him. Yeah, um, I feel like that won't be that much of a challenge. We got to hang out here because I can only Ew. access them through my PS4 these days. <sighs> yeah. Womp womp. Uh, You're such a pain in my ass. Uh, I mean, it's kind of a bummer that like we have to, we can't just like go down Friday because you could just bring that, and it's like, yeah, we'll just do this in a different setting, I guess. Yeah, that would be way cooler if we could. Um, I'm just trying to think. So there was the. First segment, Hail Ratma. Um, mm. What the fuck was the second segment? Because, like, the third one was the um, Filipino? Taiwanese? Oh, um, Indonesian. Indonesian. Thank you. Um, That one's fucking rad. Yeah, that one's really good. And like the last oh. one is the vampire one. Fuck, what's, what's the, the one second I'm, one? What's the one I'm forgetting? Well, the fact that you asked means my brain is going to be like, hmm, I'll give this back to you in a couple hours. Because my brain talks like that when it's being a dick. Uh, I don't think you understand that like I'm in charge here. No, this is going to bother me now. Good. I hope it bothers you forever. Except he's looking it up on his phone because you, the, the, the folks on, in the audience can't see it. Oh yeah. No, so once I'm, again, I'm just folks. looking for a, a synopsis of segments. Do you like our pop culture talk? Would you like it oh, better if yeah. there were other people? The last uh, one. The last one was the um, fucking wake in the hurricane or wake in the tornado. Oh. Yeah. Which is a really good one, too. I just often forget that one. Yes. 
Um, so yeah, folks, if you would like to listen to us talk more about pop culture and not at all about beer and would prefer that we do it with other people, um, including Liam Anderson from, well, there's your problem. 10,000 lawsuits and, and lions and led, lions by, led donkeys. by donkeys. Then come join us on the same fucking platform. You're listening to us right now. It's called See It or Screw It. I don't know, man. I feel like we're pitching hard. So maybe it's time to just wrap up. Uh, Sure. I don't even know what the fuck we're at for time. Oh, and you're almost done with your beer. I'm, I am done with my beer. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. I like to savor my beer. And I'm just an alcoholic. My name's been TJ Davis, professional alcoholic, alongside Emily Schick, amateur alcoholic. Woo! <laughs> uh, and podcaster, and that's about it right now. Yeah. Contractor, if you really, if you need any fucking phase one <laughs> environmental reports, I guess uh, fucking reach out to me as well. But like, I am trying to get out of this field. But they keep on I pulling her back in. Um, Look, man, for now it's money. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we've been New England Beer Reviews. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can give us money on at patreon.com backslash N-E-B-R. That's the initials of our show, New England Beer Reviews, N-E-B-R. Uh, you can also listen to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts because this is where you fucking found us anyway. So fuck you. We listen love to you. our other podcast in the same place, though. Yes, Please you soon that. can find our other podcast in the same places where you found this podcast. It's I mean, called. Hopefully, by the time this comes out, it's called See It or Screw It. Check it out. Tell your friends. Um, Emily, final word. <laughs> But stuff. AMC Gremlin. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm just still going for dead American cars. I mean, you forget where this episode started. AMC Gremlin. Yeah, no, AMC Gremlin. I mean, honestly, I probably would have gone MGB, but that's British. That's not an American. Yeah, that's not American. We're talking about dead American brands. There are plenty. I could I could have said any Saab because that's also a dead brand. That is been forced into my brain a lot but it's not american true plymouth pontiac amc delorean Um, yeah i don't know how much that counts because they didn't really it i don't know it barely existed it was like a blip on the radar in like the scope of like car history hudson yeah um, they made more, I think, yeah. No, they um, made less. Maybe. Oh yeah. Uh Oldsmobile. Pretty sure Oldsmobile. Oh yeah, dead. Oldsmobile's dead. Alright, so um, I think that's that's a good final. Oh Saturn, Saturn. Don't forget Ooh Saturn. Nope, we're going to ignore that final word and we're going with Oldsmobile, specifically a Delta eighty eight as our final word. Um Bye.